This episode of the Curfew Boys is sponsored by Movative. Movative is a financial services company with its headquarters in Montreal, Quebec, that provides investment recommendations, financial advice, wealth management, retirement planning, risk management advisement, and insurance services. You can also learn more about their services at movative.ca or reach them at 514-255-4856. Movative. Ah, the blues. Just nothing but this sexy guitar riff from Sam Myers to fill the cracks of the heart after another Montreal Canadiens loss. We all got the blues. I know I got the blues. I've got to leave, yeah. Oof. What a voice. I've got to find some place to go. His voice sounds better than the plays of the Canadians, that's for sure. I've got to leave, yeah. But no matter what, the curfew boys are always here with you all. Place to go. Sammy here with Cousin Chris. Man Adrian. Hello. That man Joe is back. Hey now. And we got Mickey Mouse back with us. <laughs> Mr. Anxious Anthony live from Florida. I think I think you should keep this song because this fits my vacation blues. Does it? In a good way. A nice this... relaxed sunny Florida with my nice cigar over here. Oof. Beautiful. He has a nice tab while we're freezing our asses off. Exactly. I'll show you pictures of outside. It's going to give you the fucking blues indeed. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have my uh, security cameras from my house. I saw those uh, windstorms you guys had yesterday. That was brutal. Oh, yeah. The fireman Sam was on duty last night. Uh, that's why it was, it was disastrous. <sighs> well, welcome to another post-game episode. Thank you all for tuning in, boys, gentlemen. Glad you all joined me tonight. Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens face the St. Louis Blues for the first time since, what was it? My God, it was October 2019, I believe. It was that same uh, following their Stanley Cup uh, victory. And uh, the night started off bad. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it started off bad. I don't know what was worse. Was the game worse or was this worse? Listen to this. I didn't know the anthem lyrics changed, boys. <laughs> also, I, I know... I think that's why we haven't been there since October of 2019. So, all she had to do was say two words: "Oh, Canada." <laughs> but you know what was impressive? She was able to sing in French. She actually sang a chunk of it in French, and they go, "Wow, she made very, the effort." Yeah, but very true. Chris, she blew it. We're, we're so bad. Like, blew it. at least not butcher our anthem. Like, that's all we have left. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not excusing her. I'm just saying. At first, she impressed, and then she. You need Jay on right. <laughs> you blow it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I, when when I when I um saw the clip on Instagram with uh, Burroughs looking at uh, yeah, who was looked at Paling or somebody I, or uh, was it yeah. no, no, it was Pantera. 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 That's a Pantera. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Anthony, stay in Florida. Pantera. Better hockey teams there. So when I saw that clip, I I. At first, I couldn't catch what was wrong with the video. I couldn't catch it. I know there was a mistake to the anthem, but I had to watch the clip like three times before I caught on what was going on. Because never in a million years did I ever expect someone in the NHL 
to fuck oh, up dude. Those, those, the lyrics. Those, dude, you know the thing is, guys, I, I'm one of those that if, especially the anthem singers or if anybody on TV does something embarrassing live in front of an audience, I get so embarrassed for them, I can't watch. So when I heard that, I literally cringed and I had to look away because it, 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 it's, just, it's just awful. It's just awful. I don't know where that ranks as one of the most like butchered anthem it, moments in sports. But who was that young girl that, that she goes, uh, God, uh, instead of we stand on guard for thee, she goes, God sheds his grace on thee. It's terrible. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> also girl. there's also the so uh, a girl who who forgot the lyrics. She slipped and yeah, she, she forgot the lyrics and I'll come back. Yeah, and it, was, it was it was. Yeah, it was it was it was an international game for for Canada. Yeah, for Canada. She's like, yeah. sorry, gets off the bench, comes back, literally smokes the fucking carpet on the ice, hits her wow. head, and all you see is Brendan <laughs> Shanahan just looking at her like, oh fuck, <laughs> get her off the ice. He's like, he just looks at her. I don't know if he said, "Yo, lady, you're okay," or he just looked at her. <laughs> Oh, I think you saying just oh stay God. down, lady. Just stay down. Just Take the loss. Like, it's man, th- those are embarrassing. Uh, uh, we could have done a top t- for sure. TSN or somebody somewhere is going to do a top ten miss anthem moments. But yeah, that that one, Joey, that that's up there. That's I I think that's still number one. I don't know. It was just two sort of embarrassing moments in like in one anthem. Uh, I, I I agree again. I, I I cringe and I feel so bad for the person, but I cringe like I, oh, I can't look. Sure. It's too embar- like I'm so embarrassed for them. I can't even look. And I'm I'm also uh, speaking of being embarrassed. I I I I can't deal with Dominic Ducharme anymore, boys. I seriously can't. Dush- I know. Ducharme, I know. Ducharme I know. He's here to coaches them. I know he's here to stay for the rest of the season. I know Gordon said he his job is safe for the rest of the season. I can't handle him anymore. I I, I really 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 can't unless he's being told things behind the scenes that nobody knows and only he knows or he and the coaching staff knows. I I. I, I, I can't comprehend his decision making on the ice. I'm not, and I'm not just talking about his his lines, like the, the, the line combos that he puts together. I, I, I just don't understand like uh, how he's using these players properly. Like I don't get I'll, it. Like I don't I don't know how to like I don't know what to feel about this. Like, should we be happy about this in the sense that he's fucking up and making us lose, which is what we want, right? But then at the same time, we are building the team for the future. We're trying to get ready for the future. And this is, again, a dead season. So we should be practicing for the next year. Get players having the, the chemistry together, building the chemistry. So, yes, in a way, I'm, I'm happy to see Ducharme doing stupidity like this because we're, they're making us lose. But at the same time, seeing this burns us because we want to see players build chemistry for next year because we want to have a better year next year right i don't want and to, have and to add to that yeah for, for sure no but to add to that you just want to see guys perform at their best and ducharme is not even giving these guys the opportunity he's putting i i don't understand first of all you know jake evans he's day-to-day injured but then you get the news that okay at least yoel armia is coming back he's putting yoel armia on the second line with 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 paling and Drouin. Meanwhile, on the first line with Nick Suzuki, you have Hoffman and Arturi Lekkonen. And you have Caulfield on the third line with Pedro and Dauphin, who were absolutely invisible. At least Caulfield played over 16 minutes. Good, fine. Only 35 seconds of power play minutes. Granted, they only got one power play, but the, 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 I don't know. Is it just me here? No, salmon. But that that that's what we spoke about. Like we want them to lose, but I want to see like a bit of, I guess, effort and passion. See, you you could see if there's there's progress and sort of hockey, good hockey that's being played, and they're just not getting the results. And then you're seeing what Montreal's doing. So they lose four to one yesterday. You watch the game, and you're like, what did I just watch for sixty minutes? Yeah, exactly. What was Montreal doing? (laughs) You want, we you saw want nothing. To see effort. You still want to see effort. You still want to see, 
pro- I want to see promise for next season from some, yeah, exactly. for some the, of the younger guys at least. The only yeah. the only bright spots have been so far this season have been Suzuki and um, Romanov. Uh, Caulfield, yes. I I can't include Caulfield. He he's been doing off and on good and bad. I would say I know he's not scoring, but he's also being misused. But on their own, those two have been the only ones. Joey, watch yesterday's think- game. Yeah, Chris. Joy, I think you got to throw Paling into that mix because you're right. Yeah, you're yes. right. I forgot yeah. Paling. I, I yeah. was starting from the beginning of the season, but you're absolutely right. But I'm glad those three are a bright spot. But the problem is they're they're not they're not. And this is actually a shout out to uh, to Zook. Um, he always said they're not make they don't make any hockey plays. You don't know what's going on. It felt like yesterday's game, so they lose four to one. I hope Zook it hears felt like this. yesterday's game could could have went on for another. Besides that Romanov goal, could have went on for another three hours. It didn't feel like they were scoring. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, you know what? I'm gonna play the goal. I'm. I'm super happy he got this. And what a shot that was! Listen to this. There's Dolphin trying to get it to the front of the net. Scramble. Romanov shoots, oh. scores. Alexander Romanov. Bardowski. That was a beautiful shot. And he had that vicious hit that che- I really enjoyed. Yeah. 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 What I cheered in silence. Back, back, back to Duchamp for a second, and and you said it before, Sam, a, a few seconds ago about maybe he's being told something behind the scenes that we don't know for him to be doing the stupidity. But I don't know who said it last episode or the episode before. Yes, I'm on vacation, but I'm listening to you guys. <laughs> sure, I'm up to date with the episode, so I've been listening. Um, Good, you're a true I have fan. the love for the yes, my true fan. <laughs> um, but I don't know if it was AJ that said it, but you know. We do know that Ducharme is staying until the end of the season. Okay. Yes, we want them to lose, but at the same time, aren't you supposed to be fighting for your position? Don't you want to prove yourself that you want to stay? Or maybe he knows he's not coming back, so he just doesn't care. But if it, if if this is an interview or an audition for your next season to stay no, he's failing. as a he's coach, failing. you're failing big time. So it's just it disappoints me so much to seeing this because again, I'll repeat myself what I said before. Yes, I'm happy we're losing, and yes, we should all be celebrating right now that we're we have a shitty coach, a shitty team on the ice, and we're losing every game because we'll get that top pick potentially. But at the same time, we see no promise for the future. We should take advantage of this dead season to play these players. And I said this what episode two, where let the kids play, let's just let them all play, get them experience because we've had we have a lot of young players that all they're missing. Yes, they had the playoff experience because they got that last year, but they're missing the 82 game experience yeah. of, you know, playing every night, traveling every night, getting hits every night. And this is the time where you're supposed to give these guys that opportunity. This is the perfect time. And it, it, it falls into place because you think about it, you got the playoff experience going to the Stanley Cup finals last year. And the year after, you're just, it's like having a scrimmage for 82, 82 games, just having fun. And then next year, that's when the job starts. That's when you start playing. And 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 the coaching right now is fucking that up. It's fucking that up. We're, we're, we're losing the opportunity of taking a good advantage of getting these guys' experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I keep feeling bad for Jake Allen. And I think he wanted that win badly uh, just because, you know, he played his entire career in St. Louis. He was been there. I saw, I read it. He's been there since 17. Like some of his best friends are on the St. Louis Blues. Like I'm sure, I'm sure that game yesterday meant something to him. Absolutely. And just off the get go, just a bad bounce and just a bit of a misreading play guys. They, they, they can't seem to find a way to just, they, they, they can't get out of their zone anymore. A defenseman or winger gets the puck. They're stuck on the boards. They don't know what the fuck to do anymore. Can no, I say something right. to that? Yeah. Uh, okay. You guys you guys covered the lines, but one of the biggest things is the positioning and the plan of attack, what they go to do. Other than uh, – one of the things that I took note of is other than Suzuki taking it into the zone, being patient and creative, and dropping it perfectly to a defenseman that's skating into the zone right in the slot and getting off for a shot, there is no creativity. There is None. nothing being generated. It's it's dump and chase a la Michel Terrien, which is absolutely disgusting to watch. That's Anthony's favorite play. Even, it's it's <laughs> horrible to watch. And you 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 have to wonder. I mean, 
we are fucking sitting on the sofa and we're saying, where are you guys skating to? How many times have we seen players bashing into one another on the ice? Because they've got their heads up their asses, it seems. Where is the coaching staff to give some sort of guidance to the players to say, look, open up some space, pinch to the net at this point in time, do this, do that. It's horrible. So that I say also on the coaching staff, wake up, direct your players, figure something out because you have guys like Caulfield in the slot waiting to shoot sometimes and other players are completely oblivious that he's even there. You have guys like Suzuki making plays and thank God he's as good as he is because otherwise the play dies half the time because there's no support between themselves. So please work on that. Absolutely. Would would injuries, uh, and trust me, yes, they're playing horrible. Have you guys ever thought of the amount of uh, man games we've lost this season? You know we're by far the worst in the NHL for injuries. So I, yeah, I want to they got eight players in the conversation. They got yeah, eight players on the, the on the LTIR. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't help, but yeah, go, Joe. Look, look, you know, you know my stance. I think Montreal's bad, and I know what you you guys say that I always look at the. I guess the glass half empty. I know they're bad. Trust me, no one has to tell me. <laughs> That they're horrible, <laughs> but I didn't think they were this bad, and that I'm gonna attribute it obviously to Ducharme, and and injuries, and that's the only thing I will ever back up Ducharme on. As much as I think he's a horrible coach, is that we have a lot of injuries, and we're projected to be the worst team off with uh, um, with injuries uh, for per game by the end yeah. of the year. Yeah, for sure. But Joe, you're absolutely right about the injuries. Look at St. Louis, though. How many guys from the minors did they have on their lineup yesterday? Yeah, they they had they had quite they a bit. Had they had quite a bit. Well. You're right. You're right. Are you you get what I'm saying? You get where I'm going with this? Yeah, I would have fired Ducharme <laughs> by the third game of the season. Yeah, but unfortunately, okay. like we always said, you know, emotional signings. Uh, Ducharme was only a coach because we went to semifinals. Yeah, finals. That, but that's we, that's and it wasn't because of him. Like that's I keep no, it's not. It. Look, it's You're it's. Right. I have a question for you guys. Despite paying Claude Julien's last $5 million deal, and we're going to be paying Ducharme, even if he does get fired, would you put Luke Richardson as interim head coach just for the yes. rest of the season? I like would just, give it a just, shot. Go and no. just, just screw it and just, you know, give another voice. Like I'm going to say no. Just keep it. We want we want to be as low as possible. So just we're on the right track of doing it. So but he put look it, at he Vancouver, they changed coach and they're actually doing a little better. So I, I would just keep it the way it is for the rest of the it season. It goes against it goes against what they said. They publicly said that the the Sharma stays yeah, the end. I, they can't, just, they can't go against that. Oh, we're just it, hypothetically speaking here. If you were Jeff oh, Gordon 100. right now, would you first oh, of all no, would you it would have been my first move? It would be my first move. <laughs> okay. I, I would do it. I would do it just for the press conferences, just for the pleasure of listening to him after the game, before the game, whenever Dominic Ducharme pinball eyes. Uh, I am sorry. I can't, I can't do it. Well, I hope Jeff is, is, has already put in some evaluation on this team and he, he better, he better hurry it up for oh, what I look, I, uh, we said it in the Gordon episode. Look in, in, in Gordon, we trust because it, it this, this is, it's it's not it's not funny anymore. And I know I, I know sad. personally I'm the one that wants to say yes, no, lose, tank for Shane, paint for Shane, all that shit. But I've always came back to the point that I, I want to see consistent effort. And I'm happy Joey and everybody else is acknowledging that at least it's the young guys that are doing it. At least it's Suzuki. It's Romanov. I'll even put in Jake Evans, even though he's a bit on the older side amongst the younger amongst the younger players. Um, Ryan Paling, like Chris said, absolutely. There, he's being used properly. Cole Caulfield's the only one that's not being used properly. So I'm asking you guys this. Is Look what they did with Norlinder, sending him down just for three games. They played their third game tonight, the Laval Rocket. They won 4-2 against the Hershey Bears. It's his third game. Norlander has two points in three games with Laval. We're going to probably know Monday morning what the team's going to do to him. Should we just send Caulfield down to Laval? Yes. Like, should, like, and as much, and as much as I personally want him to stay with the Habs, I, 
If he's not, I want him to Laval if he's not going to get top line minutes. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. I agreed. And you know what? That he shouldn't have been called up, even though he had those, what, he was sent down for what, three games or four games. And then he played, came back he age. played four, four or five games, got, got a, a, at least two, uh, he got a, a goal. No, he got two goals and he added like two assists. So I think in like, yeah, in, and, in and like this, five, six games, he had like four points. And this goes back to mismanagement again, you know? You, you know the season is dead. You know there's no saving the season. You saw that he was finally picking up his game. Four games does not build a player confidence. Keep him there. There was no point of putting him back. Yeah. We all said it. We were all happy that he was coming back. But then I, I go back and, and, and I, I look at this and I'm like, why? He was starting to build his confidence. Keep him there longer. But then again... It contradicts what I just said. Let the kids play and and let them gain the NHL 82 game experience. So yes, maybe that's why they're 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 bringing him up. But yeah, again, yeah for sure, Anthony. It's let the kids play, but also it's like use the kids properly. Yeah. If you're exactly. not using Norlinder, send him down like they did. But now that whole stint with Norlinder, it's fucking confusing him in the Swedish Swedish league. Like we'll, we'll probably know, like I said, Monday. If if Paling, excuse me, not Paling. If Caulfield is on the third line. And getting maybe thirty seconds of power play, there's 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 no point. There really is no point. And this again, it's not a demotion. I don't see it as a demotion. I see it as just get him a, the hell away from Ducharme. Let him go to Laval. You know, Laval needs a bit of help. They're 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 they're, they're winning a couple of games, but they're also losing. I it's just at this point, if we're not gonna use the kids properly, just send them down. Just 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 send them down. And and part of me. I want to. I want to know your opinion, guys. Part of me is wondering if you know what they should send maybe Paling and Romanov down just to get away from this team. Uh, yeah. If they were playing like Caulfield, I would say yes, but they're they're actually thriving a little bit under uh, this NHL experience. So I, I, I say for them continue. I say Caulfield still needs a bit of seasoning, and it'll also give us a chance. I want to see how Harvey Penard would do. Yeah, yeah, he scored two goals. I actually watched Laval yeah. game tonight. He scored two goals. He's a workhorse, uh, right? That's yeah. that's all we should need right now. Are work, people that are just gonna want to play. I I'm, I'm yeah. I'm loving, and I've said this at the beginning, and because I I I he caught my attention when I went to that scrimmage game, uh, White versus Red, the war, and he's he's, he's killing not, it. He's not. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's he's in the he's in the Quebec Major Juniors, right now. We're waiting and see if he makes Team Canada. He got he in two exhibition games. He got at least four points. I know his yeah. first game he got he got a goal and assist. Waiting to see if he got more points tonight. Like Canada announced, the World Junior roster was supposed to be out at nine o'clock. I can't find it anywhere. I don't know if you guys can find it anywhere. I keep searching on my phone while you guys speak. I I can't. I can't, I don't know where it is. Is it but, uh, Eastern time that they were yeah, supposed to publish it, or it's, it's, like it's central? Yeah, no, no, it's supposed to be nine o'clock Eastern time. But I, 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 I love Joshua Roy, Anthony, as a future prospect. And obviously, you guys know I'm a big fan of Caden Gooley already. But Joshua Roy, let, he's only 18 years old, Anthony. Let him stay in the Quebec Major Juniors a little bit. Let him fight, let him fight for that uh, top-scoring um, prize, I guess. He's, he, 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 he's, the, he's, the best, he's the best player in the queue right now. Just let yeah. him play there. Don't don't sign him just yet, not not just yet. But we'll keep finding uh, we'll keep finding out or something. I you guys keep your eyes peeled. But yeah, it's 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 look. I you know some of the call ups. Like I I know I said Laurent Dauphin deserved the call up. I didn't see him at all last night. You know Jesse Elonen tried. You see him skating a little bit, hustling. He t- he had a, at least maybe two shots. The, 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 I don't know. The Ducharme is just not good. <laughs> he, he's just not. He's not good. He's not the guy for for. He's not the guy for the future of this team. I'm sorry. Like it's. It, I've 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 literally had enough to him to the point where it's like I want him gone, and I just want Luke Richardson in. You know, like I I. That's my opinion. You guys don't have Sam, to agree. It's gonna be that's a long, long four or five months, but just. Yeah, it out for another four or five months, and I think you'll we're gonna have a, we're, I think we're gonna have the best, you know, like we, we, we the best worst off, season ever. <laughs> no, no, but like 
you know, we always look forward to the off season, you know, July 1st comes, free agency comes, and we always get disappointed at the end of it. I think this is going to be the best draft at off season we're ever going to have because it's the start of the well, future. This, this, this could probably be the first draft in our lifetime where we actually get the first overall or the second overall. Mm-hmm. There's another overall. thing that like, have- screw, screw the third overall because we did it. We did it two times already. And one was unfortunate. The other one I tried to defend and I was in denial about it. I need a number one overall pick. But I got Guys, something to say on that. Everything, everything yeah. falls into uh, just two seconds. Everything is falling into place. I know we, 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 you guys bug me about conspiracy, Anthony, but I said it in the beginning of this season, you know, like the draft is in Montreal and everything is just falling into place to have an amazing draft. You know, imagine picking number one in Montreal. We're oh, in I'll, Montreal I'll lose my and shit. number I'm, one is being picked. Like, I'm just, camping, just think about I'm it. camping think outside the Bell Center. They're going to look for a French and, player. And no, they won't. Stop it. What? Whoa, conspiracy what? Adri all of a sudden. They're going to draft. They're going to draft the French player instead no, of Shane no, Wright. No, no, no. No. Come on, come on. Oh my Sorry, god! Writing was on the me. wall with that with that Tampa Bay game. By the way, that game was the one that it, it's not that it's a first overall pick. It just seems destined. Like no matter even how well Montreal plays, they still manage to lose it at the end. I don't know. That game just screamed out one or two overall in the draft. But that's what I want to see. Back back to what we're saying. Back to what we're saying about uh, lose with effort. Just that Tampa game. I didn't watch it because I couldn't, but I watched the highlights afterwards, and they played amazing. So imagine. I just feel bad for like the p- people that are spending the money watching these games. It's not cheap to watch these games, and you go watch a game and yeah, watching a game like that and and losing, it doesn't matter because you have the intention of okay, we're we're losing this season, but give me some entertainment. Imagine watching the St. Louis game, spending 500 bucks to watch this game, and no one's on the ice. You're just watching nothing for 60 yeah, but minutes. No, but no one's forcing people to go buy tickets and spend 500 bucks either. No, Think about true. it. Think about it. No, nobody's forcing. Like, I, you hear some callers, I spent all this money and I can't believe it. It's like, fuck, well, then stay home. Save What'd your you money expect? and stay home. Like, like I, I don't get it. Like, the, the, I, I understand, you know, people sometimes. Yeah, they want to go because they love going to the sporting event. They want to go see the team live. I, I understand that. But especially now that you know how the season's going, it's like, well, you risk seeing a very bad game. <laughs> like, like no one's putting a – Jeff Molson isn't putting a gun to your head and being like, hey, man, buy tickets and go go, go spend money and send, send me your money. His money's like, being like, made already with the beer. Like, yeah, exactly. From, so from it's, home. It's, 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 Adrian, you had something to say? Oh, uh, yeah. No, just to go back to, sorry, the whole first overall, second overall, and all that. I don't know if you guys heard what, obviously, our, one of our ex goalies, Charlie Lindgren, who was, oh, my God, more I, than I, excited to play this game and actually win to prove. I knew, I knew it was something. a bad idea to let him go. I knew it. I knew it. But th- this is another, this is what it is, is that if you heard what he said in his interview that he was looking for and he had dark days with Montreal and I think, like you said, with KK, fucking Galchenyuk. Okay, Lingren is not, oh my God, but there's no. a lot of good players that left or had an issue with the organization based on in the end Just mismanaging them mismanaging. I, dude so you, it's like all this is based on if you look at it it's all fucking you know who's the next goal, you know Timmons. who's the next yeah you know who's the next goalie that's possibly gonna say that mcniven mcniven's yeah, exactly. gonna be another mcniven's gonna be the next goalie to be like i'm doing everything the organization is telling me to do and yet they're not giving giving me the chance so it's like Charlie, you feel you I, feel I, bad I for these guys. I exactly they don't suck. They dude, they're not phenomenal, but they don't suck. I thought, and yeah. their careers get ruined because of two fucking idiots that don't know how to. <laughs> well, right. they're, they're thinking honestly, with their heart instead of their fucking brain. Adri, I honestly, guys, I I was shocked when last season it was announced that the Habs traded for Jake Allen, and as much as I I love Jake Allen. 
as much as I think he's the perfect backup to carry Price, and he's the only guy on the team right now that that's that's playing well, uh, d- he, despite all the losses. He's playing his. his I contract. I thought I really thought Charlie Lindgren was good enough to be Carey Price's backup. Yes, uh, honest to God, I, I agree really, that one too. I, I, he, I, yeah, he he was good enough to go on that uh, that streak uh, where we <laughs> we messed up getting the first overall. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Spoke about this last podcast, or not last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, how we went on this long streak at the end of the year when we were almost yeah. dead last in 2015. That was yeah, the Austin Matthews he, year. Well, he also he also yeah. had to, he also That's had right. to help he also had to play the game and help uh, Ryan Palin get his first career hat trick in his first career game. But that's okay. I remember, I remember that year. We were, we, were, <laughs> we were dead last or close to last. And then we had this in March. We just had a crazy, it was against Columbus. And that game, we won it. And then we went on this winning streak. And it's just we ended up finishing ninth that year. But that was the year that, Austin, <laughs> that, that we could have had the Austin Matthews then. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> it was not gonna happen. It was it's okay. Not, the only thing that could have happened was drafting Brady Kachuk and whatever. You know, KK has has eight points in how many games now? As I think it's, it's it's they shot themselves in the foot. They did. They did. He's playing like six, seven minutes a night. Good. It's good. That, that's, you know, but, but, but if you think about it, that's that. Fuck you, if you Carolina. Think about it. If you think about it, that was the last Mark Benjamin move that he did. Which was a good move. He saved our future, if you think about it. And his and his last bad one was the Dvorak, because right now I know he's mm-hmm. injured. Over Savard signing. Oh, oh. oh. that's tough. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's close because Dvorak he gave that first that first rounder, which thank God we're it's top ten protected at least. But giving a first rounder right now for Dvorak, I don't know, just the way our team's headed. Like that could have been very useful. Oh, but if you think about it, I think he got he got all think, injured players. Period. But hold on, a, hold on a second, Joe. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't throw in the towel yet for Dvorak. Okay, maybe he's having a bad year, but because the team is having a bad year. But think about it. Maybe he'll be in a, a better fit next year when we have better players, better management, better coaching, oh, better system. Gonna, I don't think we're gonna have better players all of a sudden next season. No, no, no. But I'm saying manage the expectation, grow, dude. You, man, better you, may right. you may be right, better Anthony. It's just the structure of the deal is still bothers me. It looks, top, it looks I know bad, it's top ten it protected, but giving giving up our pick over Carolina's from place ten to twenty to thirty second. I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. It's okay. Gordon. Gordon's gonna make up for it. And he's gonna trade Sherratt, and we're gonna get a first round pick back. Uh, oh, okay. With that being said, <laughs> you know, Anthony, you were saying we're gonna have a nice summer and we're gonna have a great draft and all this and that, and I, I sincerely believe that and and hope so. But I think the end of the season is gonna be a lot of fun because I cannot wait for the day that I don't have to see Sherratt playing power play minutes and overtime minutes. And when a guy like Romanov will be able to get onto the ice because there's not a stupid plug like Sherrod uh, to be taking up a spot. I don't know. I cannot dude, wait for the end of the season. Chris, I'm telling you, I don't think Romanov's going to be a power play defenseman in the future. I'm not. You, no, you I don't know, think so You want to know why? I do, because I don't you, think so either. I really, really don't. But I just, I still rather see Romanov instead of fucking yeah, Sherrod on the I, power I play. Yeah, but okay. Do you really think that's just to sh- to up his value and to show other teams that he's m- probably capable of doing something I mean, as a depth defense uh, as a I, depth I, defenseman? I would love for it to be the case, but every single time he's on the ice in overtime, they get scored against. Every single time he's on the yeah. ice for fucking power plays, fumbling I, the puck. I, like I don't know how his value is going up with one, him playing this much. One guy that's disappointed me. I, I I don't know, man. I'm not too impressed with uh, Kyle Clegg uh, for now. I no, like his I all. like his puck moving abilities, but uh, but Sam, that's what they are, right? Nico, Nico Clegg He's... and Weidman—they can move a puck, okay, but they're tire fires in their own end. Like you're not gonna get—I mean, there's a reason we picked them up on waivers. Yeah, Joey, <laughs> you're not big, gonna get a big way. A guy yeah, big words over to... here. Tire fires over here. Talk about that. Yeah, I w- I've always used tire fire when it comes to like, tire tire you know, fire defense, yeah. tire fire. Yeah. <laughs> comes to defensive assignments. Anyways, you're not going to find a good player unless you trade for them, a good defenseman, or you draft them. It's all going to be... It's all going to come down to what's going to happen the next couple of weeks, I guess. 
especially what's going to come down uh, after the holidays. I guess once that new GM is announced. Uh, I want to move on to other things, guys. Uh, there was the Board of Governors meeting within the last couple of days. And, uh, you know, it starts off with Gary Bettman. I call him Gary Bobblehead Bettman because just the way he talks, like his head shakes like a bobblehead. Um, he's not going anywhere. He said, you know, you're stuck with me for for a long time. Not sure how I feel about that, Gary Bettman. There's times where I feel like he's taking one step forward, two steps back. A question. Yes. Isn't that all the GM, all the owners that are keeping him there? Yeah, absolutely. The oh. owners, the owners like him. So there you go. The, the owners like him, you know, uh, rightfully so. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's great. He bought two, he brought in two expansion, expansion teams in the span of like four or five years. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But now the, the, the demand is the return of, our Quebec rivals, the Quebec Nordiques. And, Finally. you know, Gary Bettman, Gary Bettman had a meeting with uh, our dear Quebec government. And, and the rest is falling into place perfectly. The, the rest is the, is remain to be seen. And, you know, he's basically said it's, it's really, we'll, we'll hear what they have to say. Like he's basically putting the ball in their court on how they want to get this done. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more I think it would be great for the province of Quebec to bring back the Nordiques or, you know, a revamped version of the Nordiques. I think it could be great for hockey in the province of Quebec in general. I think it'd be great to re to have the rivalry being reborn. I don't think it's going to transfer the political issues from Montreal to Quebec. If anything, I think you'll just duplicate them. That's just my opinion. But you know what? For a while, I was one of those guys. I was like, no, don't bring back the Nordiques. Let's just keep Montreal as Quebec's team. You know, you know, the more I think about it, I'm starting to become a bit more open-minded to, to, to the, the idea of Quebec Nordiques coming back. And I don't know. just want to hear your thoughts on it. So the first thing that I want to say is I'd actually really like the city of Quebec. They invested a lot of money. They got the Saint-Bédiotron and everything up and running. And, you know, that's going to be a great building to have hockey being played uh, within. But then you you hear stories about the Arizona Coyotes being unable to pay their bills. I don't know yeah. if you guys heard that Pay your that taxes, guys. But yes. the Arizona pay Coyotes, no, 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 they're not, they're not <laughs> able. They might get kicked out from their, their current stadium. Because they're having difficulty paying their bills. I, I think according to no, 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 no I think I think I think they they have it figured out. According to Batman, they're staying put. Maybe, okay, fine. They'll, of course, they'll figure it out. But that's not the thing. It's still disgraceful when you have a team like that. Who, let's be honest, the fans don't give a shit unless they're a half decent team and they make it to the playoffs. There's nothing going on there. It's a net loss year after year. And then you have a great city like Quebec. Uh, which has come a long way over the years that has changed significantly and actually is growing uh, at a quite a nice pace. I think that city deserves a, uh, deserves a good hockey team, an NHL hockey team. And I'd love nothing more than uh, for that to be uh, a reality. Look, um, I've, I've been wanting Quebec Nordiques to come back for a really long time, as you guys all know. I've been saying it many times when we used to talk on our chat groups. I said it multiple times in our podcasts. Look, Sammy said it. It might just duplicate the political stuff. You may be right about that, but I think it'll. I think there'll be a little bit less pressure for the Montreal organization. Yeah. Okay. If I this could, happens. I, yeah. it, it, yes, okay. like I said, it'll okay, duplicate, maybe. but it'll be like. It'll I duplicate could, for I, sure, but less it'll pressure. Jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And not only that, you're you're gonna bring back. Look, a lot of fans are going to probably hop back to the Quebec Nordiques, you know, because they might, like, look, there's a new vision coming along for the Montreal Canadiens. They said it, you know, with Gordon back, new vision for the future. If the Nordiques come into play the next two, three seasons, this new vision will look even better. That's why I'm saying everything is falling into place perfectly because if the Nordiques come back, I still, I, I will see less and less 
again, this is my opinion. I feel like there's going to be less political moves here in Montreal. We might see an English coach. We might see more English players or whatever. Uh, I, again, I'm just shooting it out there, right? Yeah, and- maybe, maybe. <laughs> Listen, it's either either the the political rules will stay the same, or you will be right where it's it's there's there's a bit more a bit more rope on the rules here in, in Canada. It's, it's, it's either going to be one or the other, but. And it'll bring back, you said the rivalry is going to be amazing because the, the Northeast yeah. Montreal rivalry was amazing back then. Very dangerous back then. I heard a lot of crazy stories yeah. with my parents. Oh my God. But not only that, if, if, yeah. <laughs> if Pua doesn't sign with the Montreal Canadiens as coach or GM or anything in the organization. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely yeah, come so back. He's, he's going yes, there. Yeah. That, 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 I'll, I'll I'll join your conspiracy on that one, Anthony. I could see <laughs> I could definitely see Patrick Roy joining a Quebec NHL club. Maybe not as management. I see him as coach. I actually think he might. I I think he might get a shot at the Montreal Canadiens coach next season. That's that's just me. I I'll, I, I'll second that one. I, I I rather have Roy as a coach than as manager. And I'll I know be- he and I know he's <laughs> I know you guys or I I know some guys think. He, oh, he wants control. He wants control. Look, he, he's not going to get it. It's, listen, either you, you get the coach, you want to suggest players, sure, you want to talk about the players, yeah, no problem. But final say happens between Gordon and whoever the next GM is so going to be. I heard, I heard you guys having this little debate last episode. I think Joey was saying he wants control, he wants control. And if, but you have to think about it. If he does sign as a coach, which I actually agree with you, Sam, I see him more as a coach than a GM. And it would be nice to see him behind the bench. Uh, very vocal. We need that. We need that coach. We haven't had any vocal coaches. I think Carbonell oh was God. the only coach. That uh, was, and even at that, he wasn't. Even at, but even at that, that's what I'm trying to say. He was the closest to being vocal or a thin game or whatever. What I'm trying to yeah. say is that I do picture and see a good fit for Roy. Now, if he signs as a coach, the expectation will be set before he signs, right? Everybody knows his character. Everybody knows what he wants. If he signs as coach, Gorton will and the new GM will sit down with him and say, "Hey, listen, this is the, if you're gonna get into this position, keep in mind this is what's happening. You're not you're not making any decisions." Blah blah blah. Now, if I, I do agree with you, just said I see Roy as a coach next year. If there is signs of hope for Quebec coming back, good chance Roy might step back and say, "Hey, I'll wait for that opportunity." It could be because he might have more control. It could be, but look, what, but what's look what what Quebec's gonna do is it's just gonna be a whole new opportunity for a lot more Quebec-born uh, hockey personnel to have a job finally. Whereas, uh, if a lot of them were maybe waiting for that chance to hopefully get a phone call from the Montreal Canadiens, hey, there's a very good chance that maybe the Quebec, the new Quebec Nordiques, might call them up too. That creates job opportunities for the local province, and you can't. You, you can't take that away. Like it's got to be respected as well. Like, you know, yeah, it, sure. it's, it's, it's like, it's like any Italian soccer team that wants to hire. Eventually they're going to try to hire the best Italian personnel for whichever position they're looking for. Right. I mean, Zook's not here to say, but Ferrari, like they, they, they're good at, they're, they're known for hiring like local Italian guys as well, whether it's engineers or what have you, at least I think it, it all is. depends like, on sport. Yeah, uh, I for think sure. It depends the sport. Like, so obviously, soccer is so very uh, multicultural and so diverse. They care more about results than who they hire. They yeah. always try to look within, but they try to go with the best of us. But I, I, I agree definitely with all your points. The biggest thing I think it would help boost the economy of Quebec and job yeah, opportunities abso- more than just having the team itself. Oh, I just absolutely. hope for for our sake, Montreal's sake, the way we are now, that they're not better than us in their first season. <laughs> <laughs> and don't 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 say that may not happen because the Kraken are actually doing better than we are, so you never know. Not by much, though. No, but no, I but... I I can't <laughs> add to what you guys said anymore because you guys said every single positive point about it. My only question: If Quebec does come back, would it be a team from relocation or would it be an expansion team? Well, what would you rather have? I say relocation. I think third relocation. relocation. They're at an even number of teams right now. I think they're going to be happy at 32. And they're easily teams that could be shifted around, especially Arizona, smack down in the middle of the United States. There's 
I know, well, they fall a little bit more onto the West Coast, but even at that, I uh, think they're an easy team to move. I could see, I could see that being the only team to move because everybody else is doing is doing well is or doing is not, well, or is doing is doing well enough. Like you could you could argue that the Florida Panthers have nobody in their stands, but the team is doing well enough to to keep them there. Yeah, that's right. And 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 and, and, and and don't forget the fact that you get a lot of players that if they have the opportunity to sign with the Florida Panthers, they'll think about it. A lot of guys have done it throughout the throughout the years. So no, I don't I could, see I, Florida or no, I, I could only I could only see a a team like like uh like Arizona going. That's that's, that's the right. Only They're thing. the only candidate. That's the right only thing. But, but I think and I think you know what. I think the NHL at 32 teams, I think that's like, it's, it's perfect. I think it's enough. I don't think and NFL has that as well. So that, that seems to be a, a, around the range where most teams or professional sports teams have okay. 30 to 32 mark. Okay. After yeah, that, so... it gets, to, I think it gets too crowded. It's going to be, too I, much. I, 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 I think it's the so traveling too. that happens after there's that as well. It's just, I honestly think keep it down to 32. If it is going to be a relocation, let it be Arizona because that that poor franchise has been on a financial base. It, they've been like the joke of the NHL, and it's it's usually teams like 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 the top three teams that are Montreal, New York, Toronto that are always bailing them out just because of the revenue they make. So I think honestly, you relocate the Coyotes to Quebec. You probably you solve that financial problem, hopefully yeah, within the first season, maybe. Yeah, I agree with that point. But a lot of rumors, and they're ready for it. Is Houston wants to take over Arizona? Oh, okay. Houston so, would Houston be a good market. Yeah, they have they have they okay. So they have an arena ready, and they so have, you know so you know what? Oh my God, Anthony. So basically, I think you just we just solved the fucking problem or the issue here. I think Batman is looking at both cities and being like, okay, sell it to me. And he's just waiting. Whoever, whoever could, could sell it more than the other. I, I, I think that's it. I think that's what Batman is waiting for, 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 for Quebec to be like, okay, if you want it, show me how you want it and how, how you're going to do it, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, so you, we probably, we probably fucking solve the mystery here. It's between, well, like you said, he's letting Houston it in Quebec, Quebec city. He's leaving it up to Quebec to give them a business plan. There you go. I want to move on to another topic that Gary Bettman was talking about. He's letting the NHL players decide if they want to go to the Olympics or not, to the Winter Olympics in, in, in China. You know, that's fine with me. It should be their decision. It, yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah that, that, that's cool. And I, and I agree with you. What I want to say is I'm looking back at the 2018 Olympics and, you know, they had a couple of ex-NHLers who were unfortunately on a lesser term washed up, you know, like, like Maxim Lapierre and Ben Scrivens, just to name a few. But it was cool to see just Canadian players out in Europe get that golden opportunity because, you know, Let's face it; they'll never stand a chance up against the McDavid's and Crosby's and and uh, and McKinnon and all that. And as much as you know, look, they 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 won they won bronze medal. Okay, cool. I don't know. I I I, I want to see I want to see like the best Canadian NHLers go. Like I think you get the the best of the best hockey out there. Yeah, like, but. What, that, that, this is me. I I want to see the. I hope they agree to go. And I hope they take into account what the risk is. That, uh, that that's that's the yeah. thing. It's it's a it's a bit of a mess. Uh, we don't know the full details. I, I don't think we do. Like, what if well, nobody full decides to go? Are they, well, are they still gonna be playing games or are they? taking off completely like nothing was mentioned i know they're off for the olympics right now but if nobody decides to go do they have that rest and also 
we want the best mm. Canadian team, but what if, you know, team Sweden, three quarters of players don't go or the U.S. It's just the competition is going to be completely unbalanced. Yeah, I, I know. You know, on the other hand, if, if, if the NHL players decide not to go, the, the Canadians can use a bit of a break because they have that condensed schedule in January and I think even in, in, in March. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. That's gonna that's gonna condense even more. Already, um, every team is dealing with COVID. Every team is dealing with a condensed schedule, and then you're just throwing this in. I think the league needs to decide, as a league and an organization, do we go or not? Yes, yeah, the players ultimately the- can decide. I agree. Uh, before you mention your point, Adri, but if three quarters of the teams don't go, and then you have one or two that do. I, I just think that's a complete mess. And remember the risk that you're being taken going to China. If you are positive while you're there, you are stuck. I believe it's for five weeks. Three to yeah. five. No pay. Three to, fi- three to five. Three weeks to five weeks with, with no, no pay. pay. Oh. If if the, if Montreal was in a situation where they were uh, winning and doing well, and that happens to Price or some of our players, I think we'd be upset. I'm not as big as international hockey, maybe as everybody else. I'm really not, but I, I just Dude, think the I league needs to set hockey. a standard. Yeah, the, the league needs to center, set a standard. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah, I, and I think we're gonna find out. I, I think I don't know if Batman said we should be finding out this week if the players agree to go. Well, apparently, it's uh, they might. One of the um, can remember who the reporter was at, during the intermission. Take your time. Yesterday's game. And uh <laughs> they were saying that they might they might take it to the last second, like to the last minute to decide. I could see, yeah, I could see that happening. And I think that's that's the whole um factor that, that Joey just mentioned. I think for sure that it must scare them. Yes, but that, that was one sorry, one line that the fuck I can't remember his name or who it was. <laughs> Elliot Friedman. Was it Friedman? I, no, I think it was Friedman. Uh, where he said that he's the only good one be, on hockey night in Canada, anyways. Yeah, the only you, one I respect you, and like. <laughs> <laughs> it was he was the one that said they everyone used to be player driven. The Olympics yeah. were player driven, but now yeah. they're player doubtful. Yeah, uh, because yeah. of all what's going on. Yeah, exactly. But that 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 I'm sorry. Like, if I'm an NHL, I'd be like, yeah, you could go. Oh, great. But if you're caught, uh, if you're caught positive COVID, yeah, you're staying there for for three to five weeks. You're not paid. Like, you're not paid, so you're already you're already gone. Yeah, not seeing your family and all this shit. Exactly. And then you're, you're gonna co- quarantine there, and then don't yeah. forget you're probably gonna have to quarantine when you come back. Oh my god, there's all that shit. bullshit too going on. Oh, this, just thinking about this is giving me anxiety. You, they just spoke <laughs> about being quarantined three to five weeks. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, they no, said no. three to five weeks. I don't know if they meant in general. I don't know if it was just in China though. I think it's up yeah, to yeah, five weeks. No, it said it's they said three to five weeks. It's correct. Three to five weeks, but oh man. Okay. Well you know what I mean? Like it can be yeah, three to five weeks there, or is it three to five weeks there and back home? No, it's three to five weeks there it's and there. not paid. You're 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 stuck there, you there for, for, for over a month. And imagine Very- if you're if if your team is not even like you know. Yeah. Let's say you're Finland or whoever, and your team's already out, oh and you're God. still stuck. You and you're still home. stuck. You, you can't go can't back go home. Back home. Everyone's home. You, yeah, you can't go back home see your family. You're not getting paid. It's a scary thought. So I can understand now. I, I, I well, as much as as, as, best as I can home understand. And that's it. I, I, okay. If it were up to me, yeah, like, yeah, screw it. I'd stay home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. It's unfortunate because, man, I I love international hockey, Joe. I know you said you're not. The, I can't wait for the World Juniors. So, guys, uh, I have the list of the Anthony. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I have the list, guys. Here are the final cuts for Canada. You have Luke Evangelista from Nashville, which I'm surprised. Zach Dean from Vegas, Vincent uh, Vincent Teorio, uh, Hendrix Lapierre for Washington, like kind of surprised. 
Damon Hunt from Minnesota, Good. William William Dufault, who's another top uh, player in the Quebec Major Juniors uh, for the Islanders, Ryan Verberg uh, from Toronto, Jack Finley from Tampa Bay, and the final cut, Joshua Roy for the Canadiens. I saw it as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, Connor Bedard that, made it. Yeah, well, dude, 16. Connor Bedard is going to be the first overall pick in twenty in the twenty twenty three draft. Um, I'm very surprised. I thought Joshua Roy was going to make it. Uh, it's unfortunate, but you know what? He's only he's only 18 years old. Uh, I I think. No, mind you, I didn't catch the exhibition games, but you know, on all over Twitter, there's there's talks about this kid, and I have a feeling he probably left a good impression enough on the organize on Team Canada at least that come next. World uh, Junior Championship tryout. Like I have a feeling he's gonna he's he's gonna make the team. There's many guys. The- there's many guys Very that got possible. cut. There's many guys that got cut the first time around, and they made it the the year or two later. So very possible. It's not over for Joshua Roy, and you know what? Again, he he's another prospect I'm looking at. I know we talk. I, I always talk about the Sean Farrell as well. But Josh Joshua Roy made the jump on his list, and I can't believe even Anthony called it at the beginning at at training camp. He's like, "Holy shit, this kid Joshua was look, looks really good." He was playing fantastic. I I, I actually hoped that he was making the team that year that that time because he was playing really well. Like yeah. I know just one scrimmage there, but I, I I he caught my attention right away. Yeah, no, I I and I remember you saying that and. Guys, keep an eye on this kid. Look, look at his stats in, in the Quebec Major Juniors, and I hope he wins the scoring title because he 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 he's playing amazing. Like, and and hopefully he helps his team get to the um, uh, to the uh, the the like the, the the memorial uh, memorial cup. I know Caden Gooley is going to help his new team, the Edmonton uh, Oil Kings. Uh, hopefully they win the WHL and on their way to the Memorial Cup. I'm telling you, I can't wait to see Caden Gooley with Team Canada, and I keep saying it, he's going to play for Montreal at the end of the year. Watch. We'll Mark, see. Let's see how he does in the juniors. I'm also... Mark, uh, my words. <laughs> I also want to see Shane Wright, obviously, because he oh, could yeah. potentially come to us. And oh, I want to yeah. actually see um, uh, Casa, because I was very adamant. Uh, we had yeah. this during our our uh, McCag yeah, episode. Yeah, I remember uh, that. that. We, we, should, we should get a goalie, and one of them was Casa was, we should try to trade up, and he made Team Canada. So we'll see if yep. he gets any starts. Yeah, and... dude, yeah, of course, of course. He, he's definitely going to be the number one goalie. I have the blues. We'll see. Uh, I still have the blues, boys. Sam, before you end this, I got to ask Anthony something. Don't ask about blue Anthony, balls, how... okay? No, no. <laughs> Besides the nice weather, Anthony, how, how do you feel being close to two very successful hockey teams because we don't know how it is over here <laughs> they're florida they, and tampa I mean, they probably I don't they think prob- he even knows they probably don't even know over there to, uh, <laughs> most of them most of them over That's there true. hey big shout out to um andre barone the the first um the first gay referee to to ref a sports uh, hockey team, a professional, excuse me, a professional hockey team. Good for him. That's going to open the door for uh, for others out there. You know, we keep saying it over and over, hockey is for everyone. So, good for him. Congratulations. Apparently, he hung out with me and Anthony in college, but I have no memory of this. <laughs> Yes, I, I used I to be friends. With, I used to be friends with him. I'm mean, still friends with the guy, but I haven't spoken to him in a while. But yeah, good guy, very good guy. Got to yeah. get him on the show one day. Dawson, apparently, we used to hang out at Dawson College. I don't remember. Too many concussions are scrambling my brains, but I believe you, Anthony. If you could get him on this show, this would be fantastic. We thank you all for listening to this show. Oh. Just, just, just don't worry, guys. It'll all be over soon. Oh God, maybe not. <laughs> don't get the blues. Don't get the blues like I do. We should be happy. We should be happy. We'll I am happy. The change we want. Oh yeah, I'm happy. I am happy. I'm happy to be doing this with you guys. I'm happy to be alive too. So that's important. 
Thank you all once again for tuning in. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And hear all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Play the blues. It'll make you feel better. Until next time, gentlemen. Bye Bye now. Good night.